the general epistle of James, chapter number 5, verse number 1. Inspired scripture reads, Go to now, ye rich men, weep and howl for your miseries that shall come upon you. Together, your riches are corrupted and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver is cankered, and the rust of them shall be a witness against you, and shall eat your flesh as it were fire. Ye have heaped treasure together for the last days. Behold, the hire of the laborers who have reaped down your fields, which is of you kept back by fraud, crieth, and the cries of them which have reaped are entered into Ye have lived in pleasure on the earth and been wanton. Ye have nourished your hearts as in a day of slaughter. Ye have condemned and killed the just, and he doth not resist you. Be patient, therefore, uh, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth and hath long patience for it until he receives the early and latter rain. Be ye also patient. Grudge not one against another, brethren, lest ye be condemned. Behold, the judge standeth before the door. Take my brethren, the prophets, who have spoken in the name of the Lord for an example of suffering, affliction, and of patience. Behold, we count them happy which endure. You have heard of the patience of Job and have seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. But above all things, my brethren, swear not, neither by heaven nor by the earth, neither by any other oath, but let your yea be yea and your nay nay, lest ye fall into condemnation. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another, that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And the earth brought forth her fruit. Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth, and one convert him together now, let him know that he which converteth the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. I don't intend on being long uh, this evening, but let's pray and ask God to bless this time of challenge, okay? Lord God, thank you for your word. Lord, we know that the word of the Lord uh, shall not return void. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but your word shall abide forever. And uh, Lord, we thank you for the truths uh, that we find in your word. I pray that you would challenge us today, that you would encourage us. And uh, once again, as um, we really want to uplift our pastor in prayer, that you would just encourage him mightily during this time 
and that the church would advance uh, even now in spite of all the distractions and the storm uh, being tempestuous around us. Lord, I pray that we would keep our eyes on you. In Christ's name we pray, God's people stand. Amen. James chapter 5 details a lot about prayer. And as I consider prayer, I consider Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane uh, where he prayed, Thy will be done. Satan, his words would be something like, My will be done. And our flesh would be the same. My will be done. But Jesus had a heart of saying, Thy will uh, be done. Uh, you may turn there if you like, but you don't have to. I'm going to turn to Daniel chapter 1. Daniel chapter 1. I love the resolve that Daniel has um, in his life, and it's modeled for us in Scripture in many places. In Daniel chapter 1, verse number 8, a very familiar verse. For sake of time, I'll read it myself uh, out loud when I get there. Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the king's, uh, with a portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank, uh, therefore, he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. I'll turn over to Daniel chapter number 3. Thinking of the three Hebrew children. Daniel, Daniel chapter uh, 3 and verse 16. Daniel 3.16, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You remember the Hebrew children. They answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, uh, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. I want to encourage all of us today. We see the resolve of Daniel. We see the resolve of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh, their names uh, before captivity were Hananiah, uh, Hananiah Misael, and Azariah. And uh, they hadn't forgotten their old names. They were being called uh, a diff uh, under a different label uh, by the culture around them. They were encouraged to bow and cave in to the cultural standards of the day. But they said, um, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us uh, from our tribulation, and specifically from the burning, fiery furnace. And verse 18 something very interesting. We find a phrase that really, in my opinion, uh, reflects uh, their faith in an unchangeable God. And scripture reads, if not, but if not, king, we want to let you know, be it known unto thee, we will not serve thy gods. Today, so many different things are pulling for your attention and for mine. I think the elephant in the room for all of us is that our, pastor, uh, our pastor's not here. And he would like for nothing more than to be uh, with his uh, congregation right now as the under-shepherd um, uh, of the church, being uh, with the sheep that God has entrusted to him. Uh, but I'm grateful uh, that we uh, have a pastor that loves the Lord, and he loves you, and he loves me. And I, I remember... Uh, him quoting in recent days, uh, Job 23, verse 10. Let's turn there. Job 23, verse 10. Just a great uh, thought here from uh, Job. Job 23, 10. I'll begin reading when I find it. But he knoweth, God knows the way that I take. Uh, 
When he has tried me, I shall come forth as gold. We're in a trial right now. Pastor Turner's in a trial right now. But God's trying to bring gold out of this. And so uh, we prayed and will continue to pray for healing. Regardless of the outcome, we want to give God the glory. You know, in Romans 3.23, the word says, we all fall short of the glory of God. Um, in, in the New Testament as well, um, we're, we're told, uh, whether you eat or drink, do all to the glory of God. But we fall short of the glory of God. We can't do the Christian life uh, by ourselves. In, in fact, I would go so far to say that uh, the Christian life is impossible. Uh, that's why we need the Lord. I'm going to read a quote to you. It spoke to me in a very powerful way. A split trust, a split trust reveals a mistrust in Christ alone. Only God meets the standard of God. That's why we need Jesus. A split trust reveals a mistrust in Christ alone. Only God meets the standard of God, and that's why we need Jesus. Uh, we're told in uh, the gospel according to John that without me, you can do nothing. And uh, I would submit to say today that uh, God uh, wants to do something through our lives. Uh, he ever lives to make intercession for us uh, with groanings that can't be uttered. Um, we can't do it without the Lord. We can't do our lives without the Lord. And he won't do it without us. He wants us uh, to be with him in the yoke together. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Matthew chapter 11. And we need to purpose in our hearts like Daniel did. Anytime, anywhere, any place, any circumstance, I have purpose in my heart. I'm going to serve the Lord. It doesn't matter if uh, a loved one is sick or a loved one has passed away or if I'm going through personally a uh, uh, financial hardship. It doesn't matter what the problem is. Uh, Acts 20, uh, none of these things move me. Uh, we need to be uh, focused on the Lord. As we consider James chapter 5 and the prayer that uh, uh, faith that shall uh, save the sick, uh, consider that the prayer that gets to heaven is the prayer that starts in heaven. The prayer that gets to heaven is the prayer that starts in heaven, sent back into heaven in the power of the cross, in the will of God. So we need to be praying for God's will, not my will, not your will, uh, but for the Lord's will. And I'm praying that in spite of the circumstances that we're facing, that God can still uh, move. Man, uh, I, I love my parents. I love my pastor. Um, I would go so far to even say this, a little controversial. We all love ourselves. I love myself, right? But, but beyond all of that, we need to put our trust, our focus uh, on uh, the Lord. Uh, this church is not me. This church is not uh uh, you, as, not, as in I'm saying it's not built on you, it's not built on Pastor Turner, it's not built on myself, it's built on the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus himself said, I will build my church. Jesus is going to build uh, his church. And so remember, as we pray for our pastor, as we pray uh, for God uh, to work in our uh, country, in our city, and for revival in our, in our hearts personally, uh, remember as we pray who we are praying to. He's the lily of the valley. He's the bright and morning star. His first name is Wonderful. He's Counselor, the Mighty God, the Prince of Peace. And he loves us, and he's excited to see us. And as we learned two weeks ago when my dad helped out with song leading uh, the last time I remember, um, hey, 
God is excited to see you. He loves you with an everlasting love. And uh, he wants us to be in his presence all the time. And so we need to be living in light of eternity because we're walking right along the precipice, right along the seashore. Eternity, if it was represented by an ocean, it's vast and it's right there. And we're just making tracks in the sand right along. Jesus could come back at any moment. So we need to live in light of eternity. And, uh, you know, Daniel had a mission. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had a mission. And they would not be deterred from their mission. And that was to glorify God with their lives. It didn't matter that their bodies had been emasculated and mutilated, and they were humiliated, humiliated in a, a myriad of ways. Uh, they, were, they were told uh, uh, lies masquerading as truth, and yet uh, they still kept their eyes on the unchangeable God. Uh, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so don't look to man and remember that, hey, we are praying to a God that can accomplish miracles. Let's turn to James chapter 5, and we'll close off this time and conclude. But James chapter number 5 I like verses 13 onward. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Hey, is anyone afflicted today? You ever gone through something uh, that, just, that just bothered you and hurt you? And it, it afflicted your soul, afflicted your mind, your heart. Let him pray. Let him ask God for help. Let him entreat the God of heaven to do something that only he can do. Is any Mary? Let him sing psalms. And that's what we did today. Hey, we, we sang some, uh, some, some uh, songs of praise uh, to the Lord. Uh, verse 14, is any sick among you? Hey, someone's sick among us. Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Notice verse 15, the prayer of faith shall save the sick. The prayer of faith shall save the sick. The Lord shall raise him up. And if he had committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. We're praying for God's will to be done. The news that we're about to hear in a few minutes, I'm not even sure uh, what we're going to hear. Um, there's a lot of nervousness and uh, trepidation in my own heart as we move into the next part of this meeting. But I know that all things work together for good to them that love God. And pastor loves God. And as best I know how, I believe a lot of us in this congregation love the Lord as well. And we believe that at the end of the road, God's name will be glorified, right? And we live our three score and 10, you know, and when it's time to go home, it's time to go home. I, I don't believe pastor, pastor's done. I don't believe God's done with pastor. Uh, you know, God's still been using him even in the hospital, right? Um, just pa passing out tracts and telling other people about the Lord. But just because pastor's not here right now doesn't mean the mission has ceased and the goal and our purpose has ceased. It has not ceased. We still ha have a command. We still have a mandate uh, from Jesus Christ himself. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Preach the gospel, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus. And hey, as I always say, the truth will set you free, but it first must make you miserable. The truth will set you free, but it first must make you mis miserable. And that's why this world is so emphatically against 
everything the word of God teaches. But it doesn't change the fact that the truth is unchangeable. If it's true, it's not new. It's new, it's not true. There's nothing new under the sun. Trust the Lord and trust the changeless one.